1: Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. A lot can happen in three years,
2: like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
3: Hold up.
1: what's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on Buzzers. Correct. Hello everybody and welcome to Fingers on Buzzers. It
0: doesn't work that way around so well, does it? <laughs> it was no. worth, a try. It I was like, worth no, a try. I enjoyed the bathos of it. Is that bathos? It is. Well, it, the, the puncturing of the, yeah, yeah, basically the, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't really I, know. I've never known what bathos means.
1: I just like calling people pathetic. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say what you thought I said. I said something else <laughs> that you don't understand. Welcome all to Fingers on Buzzers for a very exciting episode featuring one of my favourite people in the world. Hooray! Uh, lovely Izzy Sooty, who's just a delight. I thought you were talking about me. Well, obviously, the, the listeners take it as read that you are my favourite. Uh, and Amanda. <laughs> Hello, um, That You two are my favourite. And coming in somewhere near my husband and children is uh, Izzy City.
1: As she should be.
0: As she should be. And the cats, obviously. My cats. Obviously my cats. And Jane um, MacDonald. Jane McDonald. Okay, yeah. Uh,
1: this, <laughs> anyway, this, this is a this new is a feature. List. Lucy rates people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just compares everyone to Jane McDonald. So, uh, yeah. yes, she does very well against Jane MacDonald. Now, the reason Jane McDonald is on my mind, uh, Jenny. You is have to have because, a reason, though. Well, yeah. I mean, she's always on my mind, but particularly at the moment because you and I did something quite exciting recently. Do you want to tell the listeners what it was? We went cruising. (laughs) Not with Jane McDonald, but with Dr. Range, the Reverend (laughs) Kate Botley. (laughs) Um, Gareth Gates. Gareth Gates, David, your friend, who's a delight, (laughs) and Rob. And it was brilliant. We went on a princess cruise, which was themed mind, body and soul. And we cruised for three days. We went from Southampton to... Southampton, which is a wild and exciting ride. (laughs) It was three days on an amazing seventeen story cruise ship, which was gorgeous. And quizzing ensued, did it not?
1: That's one of the great things about a cruise is the amount of quizzing that goes on. On on an average day at sea, you're looking at six to eight quizzes, Mm -hmm. competitive quizzes per day, different Mm -hmm. formats, different locations. You're just kind of chasing the quiz around the ship. Yes. Um, But we
0: we refrained entertainments manager oh. was uh, running quizzes on all
1: manner of th- TV film b- music all of that stuff and his own little game shows as well the the a version of mr. and mrs which was not called mr. and Mrs., probably for legal reasons yes <laughs> um, it was all going on and and yeah you could you could quiz non-stop if you wished but we we refrained because it just wasn't fair having Lucy take part in quizzes because she would just trounce Dominate. everybody on there yeah, yeah, um, and win all of the all of the <laughs> princess cruise <laughs> pens and and lanyards and whatever the prizes were. Yes, were. but we yes. did we did have a little quiz at the very end. We quizzed our party. There was a rude round that Lucy came up with, which
0: was the uh, the Vis Profanosaurus, Rogers profanosaurus. Uh, I gave the name of something in Rogers Profanosaurus and everyone had to give their definitions and I have to say that I was quite frankly shocked by Dr. <laughs> Ranges. I mean I suppose he has great anatomical knowledge <laughs> given his training but he really put that to use let He's me say very precise you. and yes.
1: descriptive
0: And the Reverend yes. Kate Botley's a lot more fun than you'd think as well for a vicar She was uh, hilarious well, I, I did think she'd be a
1: laugh but I wasn't sure yeah. just how much of a laugh until She was Basically amazing. five minutes in and I knew I knew we were all right so hopefully we'll get the Reverend Kate on in a future episode. Yes. And, and indeed, um, Dr. Ange. Of course. Oh, he won't, he won't thank us, but we'll have to do a medical quiz for him. <laughs> Lucy oh, went goodness. swimming all the time. She was having a wonderful time.
0: I did. I went swimming. And then there was a man on the final night who came up to me and went, I've been watching you. <gasps> <The> pool." <laughs> Yes. So that was nice. I was glad like, oh. that happened on the last night rather than the first yeah. night cuz I would have been confined to my uh, my bunk if uh, I'd seen that. Good lord. I've been watching that um what's the thing set on
1: the submarine Das vigil. Boot. Oh, Vigil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been watching Das Boot just for fun but uh,
1: well uh, you've got to watch it at least once a year, haven't you? A full version.
0: Oh, yeah, you have your your sing along a Das Boot, yeah. <laughs> I won't do a Profanosaurus. The Profanosaurus round was good fun if anyone's thinking of doing an adult slightly naughty quiz um I can let you have my uh, profanosaurus
1: around I don't think anybody got exactly the right answer though did they but their answers were much more creative
0: yeah I mean Brad for dishwashing we had some very good answers for that one Mm. (laughs) anyway Mm. I tell you what we'll give you a question I did some Jane McDonald themed questions so this can be our question from the cruise (gasps) so here we go what was the name of the television talent show hosted by Jane MacDonald between 2000 and 2001, the judges included Nigel Martin-Smith and Barbara Windsor. Okay, it was on the BBC, hosted by Jane MacDonald, a talent show. But what was its name? I'll tell you at the end of the show after you've spoken to the gorgeous Izzy Sooty. <laughs> The treat that we spoke of Which is talking to One of the nicest ladies in show business uh, a Comedian Actor Novelist She's all these things and more It's the wonderful Izzy City Hello.
4: I could say the same of you actually You're one of the nicest ladies in comedy oh, Well do
0: you I'm, know I'm what sure I'm sure you're one of the nicest ladies in quizzing I'm she, is. she is I mean it's a—it's this is one of my dreams This is a dream I had once And I've been loving your novel, Jane is Trying. Uh, Your latest thing is, who knew that you'd be brilliant at writing novels. It's so lovely and funny and relatable. And I urge everyone to go out and, and buy it immediately. Thank you. Um, And I have done a little quiz based on, it's not sort of about the book because I don't want to spoil it for people, but um, it's sort of related to it in that your first quiz today, Izzy, is going to be about famous Janes. Okay. Because I love the name Jane and I went to school with a girl called Jane Hill, who is lovely. That's my auntie's name. Yeah. Never met a Jane I didn't like. Is your auntie's name Jane Hill?
1: Yeah. How weird. Very much doubt it's the same person. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: would be a great way to find out. She's not...
4: Yeah, it's unlikely, isn't it? I do feel like all people with the same first name and surname should be forced to meet.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) forced to live together. Just yeah, it'll help the postman. Yeah, (laughs) there's
0: a lot of Jane Hills, and I bet I'd like all of them. I'd love to. I'd love to be part of that.
4: I think it's nice when it's two. Each name is one syllable, or each Mm. name has Mm the. All of us: Jenny, Ryan, Lucy, Porter, Izzy. If you don't call me Isabel, Sutty. I like it with that symmetry. Yeah. So, Jane Hill is a good name.
0: This yeah. is why we've chucked we've chucked Amanda Redmond. Unless you, unless she's prepared to be Mandy Redmond for the day,
1: we're, we're, we'll fix your name somehow, Amanda. Yeah. We'll puzzle this out. She's been. Yeah, you need a good cadence. A good cadence. I've got ten questions. Let's
0: see how we go. It's sort of quite quick fire. This, so okay. you know. Um, it's name the, name the Jane or the Jane-related thing, basically. Oh, and Jen, you can do this as well because you haven't seen this. I can throw it to Jen if, okay. uh, if you don't the fancy the question. Izzy. I'll be
1: circling like a shark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> How? I mean, we should establish your quizzing credentials, really, is it? Are you sure. a keen quizzer or not?
4: Well, I like quizzing. I've got very few areas of expertise, but I love filling out surveys. And I love, I do like quizzes and I weirdly, although I like filling out surveys where you have to tick a box, like I was satisfied. I was not satisfied. I quite like quizzes that aren't multiple choice more than ones which are, I don't know why that is. I feel like maybe it's to do with being creative with the answer Mm. and taking more of a gamble, maybe.
0: You're a risk taker. Yeah. Which is good. I like yeah. that. I mean, if you like filling in, filling in surveys, there's never been a better time to be alive, has there?
5: <laughs> no. And we just went on a
4: holiday and they sent me like, would you like to fill in a survey? I was like, yes. And it took me 20 minutes. And they were like, would you like to volunteer to fill in more surveys? And I was like, yes, absolutely. I would
1: probably- An extension what, what of the of- holiday. <laughs> yes, yeah, keep, one- keep that vibe going, more surveys. <laughs> yeah.
0: Have you ever been in a high street where they just invite you in to sample some cheeses or something well my mum used
4: to do market research as a job and she used to have to get people to go in she, what did she have i remember she had to do something in derby and there was a room and i think you had to go in and rate tiles or paints um <laughs> out of 10 <laughs> and uh, but they, the credentials they have to get, they have to get very specific groups of people. So it has to be like a man over 70, a woman between like 20 and 25. It's quite interesting. And then you get to the end of the day and there's all these, they go, we haven't got any women over 90. And it's like, yeah, maybe they're less likely to be out on a really busy high heist.
0: Um, <laughs> yes. Well, I think when it happened to me, and it was exciting because I got sort of shown into... Um, it was in Leeds and I got shown into a little conference suite in the whatever that hotel next to the train station is. The woman, obviously, she knew what she wanted. So she said, so yeah, you're between, you know, 25 and 40, right? And you, you don't work in the media, do you? And you, so she was leading me and I was like, well, I, it, I really, I should stop her and say, yes, I do work in the media. Don't you know who I am? I'm very offended. But and then, So when you said I do work in the media, did she kind of say, shall we say that you don't? no I didn't know I didn't say because basically she obviously wanted that she oh, I knew okay. that she yeah. was saying you yeah. don't work in the media do you because she wanted me not to so I didn't and um and then I got to go in and it was actually um yogurt drinks so it was I I guess it was you know yacht play or um yak or something I don't know um but yeah that was one of the best days of my life <laughs> it's tremendously <laughs> exciting isn't it <laughs> It is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so question a
4: at, quiz which incorporated tasting yogurts and rating tiles.
0: Yeah, well, you'd, sometimes you get a chocolate tasting in a pub quiz now. Yeah. These days they often do like... Oh, what's... Where?
4: I've never been to that pub <laughs> quiz. Oh, my God. We don't get that down in South London. I need to...
0: Oh, you will do. You will do. There will be somewhere in Crystal Mm. Palace. Probably more sort of Telegraph Hill for it. It's kind of slightly bohemian. uh,
1: Guess the crisp flavour I've seen. And Mm. I once did a quiz where it was um, identify the spice by the smell.
4: Wow, I like
1: that. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of sneezing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I suppose people are allergic to stuff as well. That's what's difficult about doing tastings with, you know, you can do which nut is this.
4: Yeah, this is the thing that should have been done in the 80s where people weren't allergic to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you think that's true, it's like, no one had any allergies. It's like, yeah, they did. They, it's just that, like, no one really understood it. Yes. My and- daughter's allergic to some nuts, so I'm much more aware now of, like, literally everywhere you go, especially if it's, like... Even um, hand cream that's got nut oil in it, I'm like, ooh,
0: you know. Oh, you wouldn't dream of serving a nut at a children's party. Now, the very idea of like, you know, even Nutella, which is one of my favourite things, but you yeah, you wouldn't. There's no way, you're putting nuts near children these days. No I way. Know, I know. Although it would be quite good if you were in a quiz and there was identify a nut, and you were just slightly allergic to a certain type of nut, and you knew it wasn't going to be that bad, because then you yeah. could definitely, you it's could a go, yeah, my million pound reaching. question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. This is sesame because my I, I'm starting to swell so we, we're going to get that point
4: Yeah, as long as you didn't have a severe rea- you knew you weren't going to have a severe reaction. Yeah, it'd be like a, se- a superpower actually.
0: Yes. Questionnaires, what about personality quizzes? Do you enjoy those? Oh yeah,
4: love them. Yeah, relationship quizzes. Oh Ooh. yeah. Yeah.
0: That's one of the good things about having children is that they then start to get into because they're online now they're massive you know which which Hogwarts house would you go into or you know all of those kind of things and uh, uh,
1: yeah they think they
0: invented them and I'm like no just 17 magazine <laughs> invented them
1: really oh they've got a golden age in fact you, d- you couldn't click anything you have to write it all down mostly A's
4: circle A B and C didn't you at the end and then you knew I know it's going to be mostly A's or they they needed to be more clever with it I think and kind of mix it up a bit
1: yeah I don't like them when it's mostly A's B's or C's I I like it when they've they've thought about they've shuffled it and you have to do a proper score tally at the end I say that like I've been doing them recently it must be you know (laughs) 25 years since I've done one of those they're still the same I did do one recently that was A's, B's. I can't remember
4: what it was. Maybe it was to do with lockdown anxiety or something like that. And I think you start to get, I think you tweak your answers because you start to think, oh, I'm an A person, don't you? Mm, I think you're kind of drawn then to, so they definitely should mix it up. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: because I'd always sort of try and pick the answers that I thought would suggest I was, you know, fun-loving and carefree and all the things that I'm basically not.
1: I'll tell you, I did do a personality quiz Um, A couple of months ago, it was which, um, which university challenge legend, sorry, I'll say again, which university challenge legend are you? And who did you get? Uh, Me.
0: (laughs) oh they do work well there we go now we've
1: indicated the the science of personality quizzes they they're definitely right yeah yeah it was it was it was close i thought i was going to get eric monkman but i got myself thankfully <laughs> that was living proof then mostly jays <laughs>
0: <laughs> so well this one uh, this is a quiz that you will like Izzy, because it does not have options you just simply have to give me an answer and as I say it's Jane related so question number one which Jane is the one who died in the famous rhyme about Henry VIII's wives oh god um I think she's got a
4: normal surname rather than like the something
0: or of yeah she's not of anywhere no um she's also got the same name as an actress who was in help me out Jen
1: some films in dr films. quinn medicine
0: woman dr quinn medicine woman that's what i was thinking of yeah i haven't
1: seen that this is supposed to be a friendly quiz lucy come on i know <laughs> I, I know
0: i've, I've started really off. i don't do you
4: know. want some options now <laughs> yes i have choice options please that's what should happen if you can't think of the answer you get given multiple choice
0: options. yeah yes is it simpson seymour or sullivan seymour yeah, yes, yeah. very good. Did you just make up Simpson and Sullivan
4: on the spot?
0: I did. I found Sullivan very hard to um, very hard to think of. I felt oh, that. that that
4: was yeah very impressive.
0: I could have always said City. You're a
4: podcast about
0: quizzing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go. Question two. Now, question two. This might be um, a bit before your time. But it's my era, so I'm going to say it anyway. Jane Harris, a.k.a. Plain Jane Superbrain, was a character in which TV soap opera? Neighbors. Yes. No doubt there. No doubt. Straight in. I watched it. Um, the other day, the bit where she comes in—you know like they're going to prom or something—and she comes in, and Guy Pearce's character is like, oh, "Wow, she looks amazing!" And it is so funny because now, you know, she'd be wearing hot pants with loads of makeup on, and it—but she's just wearing sort of quite a dowdy dress, really. And but she's taken her glasses off, and that's it. It's such oh, that's a how it takes. It's a real sort of '80s uh, <laughs> '80s makeover. Question number three: Which famous Jane has won two Academy Awards and also released the highest-selling VHS cassette of all time? Bonda. Yes. Straight in. Which famous Jane died in 1817 at the age of 41?
4: I keep wanting to say Mary Shelley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jane 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 Mary Jane Mary Jane Shelley. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um
4: what sorry what year did she die in again
0: it was 1817 i'm saying
4: that as if i know another jane who died in 1880
0: well think of you were on the right lines with literary yeah okay It's it's a literary jane is it jane austen it is jane austen (laughs) very good um which fictional jane was tormented in the red room oh
4: i don't know what the red room means i immediately thought of 50 shades of gray I don't
1: think it's it's not that kind of fiction. No, (laughs) No. Um, the red room. I don't. It does does have a a very domineering male in it, though. Does it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I've not read the books, but I assume in Fifty Shades of Grey they end up getting married, and they do end up getting married in this book.
4: Oh, is it the one where there's the Bess in the attic?
0: Yes. So it's Wuthering Heights. It's the other one. It's it's Jane. Ah, um, yes. yes. <laughs> well you've done? Very, know, very
1: comparable, it... though, to Fifty Shades of Grey. You'd
0: forgotten the theme of the quiz there for a second, hadn't you? <laughs> 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 yeah, character in Fifty Shades. <laughs> God. <laughs> Although I
4: did, I was absolutely addicted to that series and I was filming something in um, Boreham Wood, you know, uh, Tree, mm. and um, I finished one of the Fifty Shades of Grey books and I said, I have to start the next book now. And they said, you're not allowed out of this compound. And I begged them. They let me go across the road to the Sainsbury's and get it. So I have to say, I mean, it was a page turner. I wouldn't only want to read books of that genre, but I... I thought it was amazingly plotted. Um, yeah, but there was no ready.
1: There was some room in there that was a bit. There is a room, isn't there? He's got yeah. a, a playroom or something. Yeah. 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 It might be One a red of the room. things
0: I love in your book, uh, Izzy, and it's, as I said, I've just started it, but the, and I don't know if this will continue throughout, but the uh, references to Sharon Osborne's autobiography please me enormously. Oh, that's good.
4: <laughs> yeah, the main character's trying to finish it, isn't she? Um, yeah, I, I, um, I tried to think of a different autobiography when I found out that Sharon Osbourne likes Trump because I was like, oh, I don't like that. And then I went through so many other options uh, and it just had to be Sharon Osbourne. There was no, there was yeah. no <laughs> real alternative. There's no,
1: there's no substitute.
4: No. <laughs> there isn't. It did everything I needed it to do. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> It's perfect. You'll get this one. This is another literary question. Which famous Jane's autobiography is called Riding the Waves? And we actually were talking about her before you got here, Izzy, and uh, about how much we enjoy. Uh, we, we've been on a cruise recently. If that's any, um, if that gives you any clues. Oh,
4: she's an opera singer.
0: She's a singer. She's
4: a singer who sings on cruises. She does. A- okay, not an opera singer, but certainly got a oh, wide range. She, oh, yeah. yeah, she can well, turn. She could, she, oh, yeah. she
1: could do opera, but she chooses to do more party tunes. I would say. Okay, but good vibrato and yes.
4: possibly classical training. Yes, and I, I can't remember a surname. And I know she's got brown hair. <sighs> yes,
0: it's fa- it's Jane McDonald. And McDonald. I'm not going to make you struggle. I'm not. A gonna descriptive answer was given. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that nobody funny. would. Yeah. Nobody would fail to give you a point for that. Oh. Um. <clears throat> now this is okay. This. Which fictional Jane appeared in the books They Do It With Mirrors, A Murder Is Announced, and Nemesis? So her first name is Jane, but you will know her by her surname. So which fictional detective Jane appeared in the books They Do It With Mirrors, A Murder Is Announced, and Nemesis? I can't think. So I don't really read detective books. You'll have heard of her. She's sort of part of popular culture. She rides a bicycle. She Angela Lansbury. Is Angela Lansbury. <laughs> it's is not Angela it Lansbury. Murder She Wrote? No. No, no. no. We've, we've sent you down the Murder She Wrote line. It is... is that
1: uh, kind of vibe? Very much so. Okay, Murder She Wrote vibe. Jane. The, 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 yeah, the, the, probably the uh, inspiration for Murder She Wrote, I would say. Agatha Christie.
0: Um, God, I don't know. Miss.
4: Miss Marple. Yes. Yeah. Oh, first She's a name Jane. Jane. Well, that's like finding out your teacher's first name when you're at primary school, isn't it? <laughs> like, oh, my God, you're not just Miss Marple. Right, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: Jane Marple, I know. I had, I had literally no idea. Um, it's
4: Jane without a Y for Miss Marple.
0: It yeah, just, just Jane. It,
4: it just, doesn't yeah, feel no right why.
1: to have the Y. No.
0: You know, I don't think there's. I don't think I've put any Janes with the Y in this
1: quiz. That's because you're no. a Jane Jane purist. Mm. I've always thought that about you.
0: Who is a Jane with yi Y? I'm They're going to search Jane Middlemiss. I don't Jane, know why Jane, that's the first Jane Jane that came to my mind. Yes, Jane Middlemiss, Jane Middlemiss, Jane there
1: Mansfield. Oh yes, Jane Torville. <sighs> See, I never yeah. think of her as a Jane either. It's I weird. just think her of her as Torville.
0: Yeah. Uh, surname Andine. Yeah. <laughs> do you want, uh, should we do one more? Should we do one more? One more, Jane. One more, Jane. Okay. Which famous Jane is described as the world's foremost expert on chimpanzees? Oh, uh, she is elderly. I think that's fair mm. to say. I think she, she wouldn't argue with that.
4: She's um, a dame. I'd say Jane Norman, but that, I don't
1: think that's that's, that's the. Defunct clothing brand, I think. <laughs> oh, it is. Yes, Jane Norman. Oh, I had <laughs> a lovely... I just carried there. around the, the carrier bag as, uh, as a school bag when I was uh, when I was around back in the day. Yeah, it was yeah. really shiny, wasn't it? Yeah. So That's the girls right. had a Jane Norman bag and the boys had a JD Sports bag. <laughs> <laughs> like for the PE kit.
0: It was good for sort of those kind of tops, like going out tops,
1: Jane Norman, wasn't yeah, it? it, was, it, it was was yeah, it was very... Yeah. Nice, nice top and a pair of jeans. Exactly. Exactly nice Tom top Millen. from Jen Norman.
0: Yeah. A bit like Karen Millen. Exactly. Like that sort of, although it's a, not as yeah, expensive cheaper, as Karen Millen. Cheaper, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever, I think I had one thing from Karen Millen that, you know, I probably left the label on.
1: Yeah. I'd probably say it's more like, um, like quiz now. That sort yeah. of, you go and get something with some sequins on it.
0: We should get sponsored by them. We should. There you go,
1: For all those formal quizzes we go to, where we can wear bridesmaid dresses.
0: <laughs> uh, shall, I, shall we give you? Is is her name? Is it okay? Jane Gibbons, Jane Goodall, or Goodall. Jane Green? Goodall. Yes,
1: there you go. It'd be yeah, ironic okay. if she was Jane Gibbons, though, wouldn't
0: it? Yeah, I know. I think that was why that name sprung to mind, wasn't it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, very good, I have to say, Izzy. With the magic of editing, you just got all those questions right. Oh my Woo! god! <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah. laughs> That's the beauty of this podcast: is that Amanda can just take out any uh, any wrong answers and make it look like you got straight to it. That's great. Um, brilliant. Well, you've you've absolutely covered yourself in glory there, Izzy, with your Jane quizzing skills. What is your history of watching quizzing on telly and stuff? The first quiz that I got really into
4: was The Weakest Link, because it was probably because of when it was on. Because I think it was on at kind of like maybe five or six. Yeah, it was the tea time quizzing. Yeah. Yeah. And I really remember watching it with my family and my dad used to find it very funny when they were defensive when they'd been voted off you know when they took it really seriously and were obviously really angry about it he loved that <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> and we it's watch that many things as a family um the simpsons and and the and the weakest link were probably the only two things, and maybe gladiators so um that's the first quiz that I remember really getting into. And I th- think also the questions, things like university challenge, I just don't know enough of the answers to get into it. And I, it would be brilliant if I did, cause I can imagine it's really gripping and must be a real brain workout. But I think if you, if you don't know most of the answers, it's not that interesting. Whereas mm-hmm. I found with the weakest link, even at uh, quite a young age, I, did know the answer often so then it was really exciting because you want to be in a situation don't you where you're screaming at the screen how could you have got that wrong that's the point i think of watching quizzes (laughs) in a good natured way you know um so yeah i I remember really really loving that that Mm. show and anne robinson as well being very funny
2: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: And was, she was, you know, there still have not been many female quiz show hosts, as we have discussed on this show. And it was, you know, she she created this amazing persona, didn't she?
5: Mm.
0: Yeah,
4: she did. And you were kind of scared of her, but wanted her to like you, which is she makes it look very easy i think and it's it's not she set the whole atmosphere and um made it made that it have a lot of spectacle and drama which not all quizzes do yeah yeah,
1: yeah it's a, it certainly ushered in an era of yeah high concept quite mean shows where the set was entirely dark and and that sort of atmospheric Quiz and yeah she was a trailblazer and yeah yeah, she still she still is in a way she's still out there the first female host of countdown now
4: yeah exactly yeah i think she and i think because that's her thing isn't it those really acerbic funny intelligent remarks you then get probably tv execs going how can we make a show like this and it's like i feel like maybe with the weakest link it happened more organically where she was like, this is what I am. And they were like, okay, let's, let's do it. And I'd, I'd like to meet her cause I'd sort of lo- like her to like me.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I felt like that when I did meet her and I'm not sure whether she did or not, but that's, you'll never know either. No, she'll never let me know, but I, I liked her. her. Yes, I, I, like, I, like I can you.
4: imagine her n- not being like, hey, I really like
0: you. <laughs> <That's not laughs> but she was very one. nice. She was nice. Yeah. You know, she was a, a pleasant person. Bet- do you ever, so watching, quizzing with, uh, like, obviously, what you watch The Weakest Link with your family. Do you and your your husband, Ellis, who we, who we know and admire as well, um, do you ever watch anything together on the telly? We
4: don't really watch anything together because he it does a podcast almost every night um, wow. and uh I watch I quite like watching dramas on my own because he won't really he really wants to watch documentaries so we do watch documentaries together actually about things like free climbing which because he does a sports documentary so he has one to watch a week at some time I join him and I really like that but mm-hmm. I really like watching things on my own now I'm watching Handmaid's Tale um But the thing we did recently watch together was who wants to be a millionaire because it was either being repeated on ITV2, or we kind of found it on a catch up thing Mm. in lockdown. And it reminded me of how, like the first time I remember the very first episode of who wants to be a millionaire, because I was a student in Guildford and me and my then boyfriend were just watching telly. And then this show came on and we were like, it was unbelievable that someone could win a million pounds. And I. I also haven't seen that tension before on a, yeah. on a quiz show. And I know, you know, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I suppose, is is so famous now, it seems odd to say, but I just felt, I was enthralled by it. We were absolutely on the edges of our seats and I thought it was a one-off. And then we absolutely could not believe that it wasn't a one-off. And that A, they potentially had a million pounds to give away a week, but also just that, we could enjoy this kind of attention and delight more than once in our lives. Like it, it was amazing. And when that was on again, we, Ellis and I just stopped what we were doing. And we were like, I know, I, I know the answer. I know the answer. I think you immediately get drawn in. Um, I prefer Chris Tarrant as a presenter, but um, I will still watch it now, you know?
0: Yeah. I oh, know. I mean, it's still incredible to me. Like my kids don't understand i think because they watch youtube videos where americans give away millions of pounds just to people in the street and it's a real thing now and it sort of always was in america big prizes but you know to say to them we used to be happy with a teas made you know or it's it's maybe a dishwasher if you were really really lucky it would blow their minds but you're right it was such it was huge wasn't it it felt
4: massive it felt yeah, just like I hadn't seen anything like it before. And you're right, when you think of the prizes that used to be on game shows, we it seems kind of cute now, doesn't it? But I remember like what game was it? Was it the generation game where there was like a conveyor belt of different yeah. and we just were like, Yeah, that's the conveyor belt. Yeah, it's got that's what I'd have and you know, it's funny now to think I don't think you'd necessarily have that kind of stuff on a show now or in, in House of Games, there's a sort of similar thing, isn't it, that you kind of win um I suppose sometimes not entirely useful <laughs> or pitch items but it's really funny and yeah but how
0: know. did you do i haven't seen your house of games yet was uh has it been on yeah it's been on i, I won actually Woo!
4: yeah i am um, won on you know the round that's kind of i think it was anagrams or missing words out of a phrase i just clinched it reese james was brilliant and um The other two I was on with were sports people who, because I know literally nothing about sport. I was like, I've heard of them. I don't quite know who they are. And Alice was like, oh my God, I can't believe you've been on with them. Um, But (laughs) Rhys and I had very similar areas of expertise, if you want, that feels like a very strong word to say. (laughs) Um, And um, we both really loved the kind of word bits. And that was literally the only bit that I was good at. My geography was utterly appalling. Um, And I, I felt like I kind of got, lucky but also my heart was beating really fast and it did get a real buzz and i was like oh my god oh my god i've nearly
1: won i've nearly won so yeah it was uh i loved it, it
0: is the rush great of quizzing
1: fun, that that is the rush of quizzing getting to yeah. you. adrenaline yeah.
0: The pure quizzing, and I mean, because Richard Osman always says, if there's two comedians on, you know, it's he knows it's going to be a very competitive week. Because I think we're just competitive by our very nature.
3: Yeah,
4: I think we are. It's weird because I don't think of myself as that competitive, and with board games, I sort of just do really love playing them. Um, But I play Lexulous against um, Tim Key and Daniel Kipson. we play it obsessively like i i just went off twitter for like a week so i was just doing Lexulous the whole time and i'm and i do get very competitive with that so it's weird because i with a game like maybe with the kids i'd just be like you can win monopoly guys i don't mind but it actually depends what you're playing and who you're playing with isn't it it's, it isn't yes. a simple thing um i don't think i'm that competitive with my career especially as i've got older i'm kind of like i've had two kids now i kind of want an easy life yes <laughs> um, but um I do definitely like with Lexalis I'm like I had this winning streak of Tim Key is it, it, it unbeatable and I had three games in a row where I beat him and it's essentially Scrabble I couldn't believe it. I was like what's happened I felt like I'd discovered this magic ingredient and I was like how am I how am I winning I wasn't cheating in any way and then it just went away and I was like and we keep messaging each other going how can we get back because he's very kind as well he's not competitive he's like really great move is he he was like how can you get back that winning streak And I'm like I don't know it was like I'd been blessed for a few days and then it just went away
0: well it can come back i mean that's the thing you've had it you just need to believe yeah, need to. do you think though that when
4: you're doing a quiz there is a kind of zone that you get into like mm-hmm. flow where
1: because often you know the answer don't you but you can't mm-hmm. access it yeah that's the, the, there is the two different bits there's knowing things you've got that that memory you take it in but the recall that often just comes down to practice and training yourself i kind of train myself to Honestly, now, if you ask me in other forms of quiz a question and I don't know the answer within two seconds, I'd I'd be like, nah, don't bother. Tell me the answer. Mm -hmm. because So it's it's that sort of almost automatic recall that you've programmed your brain to go to exactly the right little storage chamber up there and retrieve it and fire it out. And And you do it automatically. um, Practicing getting
4: someone to ask you questions and, yeah,
1: yeah i' I'll, I'll watching shows and playing along and seeing how you would have done and the the more of that you can do, the better you will get but it's like and you said it's you feel differently and more competitive about different games and with different competitors so it's it's finding your particular format and finding the right the right one to focus on because not everybody can be amazing at university challenge and Trivial pursuit and see, I'm good at quizzes. I'm terrible at Scrabble, so I've been losing every single game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Tim Key that. (laughs) (laughs) It will play the advantage. Um, Well, shall we have a little quiz now that we've Jenny has given you some of her secrets of quizzing? Because I know that Amanda has set us a quiz. I don't know what the uh, subject of this quiz is. What would be your specialist subject is if you had to choose? I was thinking about this i listened to
4: james acaster's um episode of this earlier and i was thinking what would my specialist subject be and because i was listening to it i was like james acaster because i love <laughs> <laughs> it was like it's like when a child you know like if you go a child chocolate you were like what do you want for dinner that just say chocolate well they would anyway actually yeah, i would <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. But you know what i mean it was like i'm just saying the thing that i can hear <laughs> I've got to think about this. um I, it's often the thing that so i I think my memory isn't as good as it used to be, like I think that's just to do with getting older and maybe having to look after a toddler and a six-year-old. I sometimes think it's the thing that I've done most recently that could be especially subject. So I've been asked to do Celebrity Mastermind and actually said no because I didn't. I thought my especially subject for that would be Iris Murdoch because I absolutely love her books, mm-hmm. but and I've read nearly all of them. But I was like, I haven't got time to swot up, and I. I just know that I wouldn't know enough of the answers um so I think I'd like to say iris Murdoch but I think the truth is it would probably be seasons one to three of The Handmaid's Tale because that's where I'm up to at the moment.
1: It's
0: <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> well, those are both excellent choices, mm. and I'm sure Mastermind would be delighted one day when when you do have time. Because yeah, eventually, maybe when, my,
4: when my son turns three, I'll go right. That's it. I'm yeah. going to dedicate a few days to rereading Iris Murdoch. And, yeah,
0: I suspect that this quiz, Amanda, is not going to be about Iris Murdoch or indeed.
5: Well, it's kind of got a dystopian theme because it's um, Peep Show. Obviously, most of the listeners know you from Channel 4's longest running sitcom, and it was set in Croydon. So it's a quiz all about Croydon. And yes. Lucy, now, Lucy, I'm expecting big things from you because that's your hometown, oh. isn't it?
0: Well, I'll never I'm, be allowed to go back if I get anything yeah. wrong. So I'm at a massive disadvantage to here. Uh, I went through Croydon that?
1: on the train yesterday. Does that good help? enough.
5: Good enough, honestly.
0: <laughs> Just watch, you will now you will now beat me and Izzy into a cocktail. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well, you've got two questions each and I'll rotate you. I'm gonna start I'm actually gonna start with you, Lucy, first of all. So what connection does Nicholas Owen, that's newsreader Nicholas Owen, have to Croydon?
0: Oh well I have literally no idea is he does he have freedom of the city of Croydon because he once saved a child from being (laughs) run over by a tram let's say it's that
5: you are so close on a couple (laughs) of levels there so I mean he should have the freedom of the town and it does connect with the trams so what do you think oh
0: did he used to drive a
5: tram I'm going to throw it over to, to Izzy. What do you think, Izzy? I think it's, he's got a house
4: there that he doesn't live in.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's good, but it's not right. Uh, Jenny, have you made the connection yet? Um, did he cut the ribbon at the formal opening of the tram network (laughs) which i think was sort of back in 1910 wasn't it so um (laughs) it's not that see i told you i know nothing about well i think but this is a fact i think you're all going to absolutely love knowing now he's the voice of the trams the voice of the tram network that
0: makes sense yes oh i need to go and get
5: on those trams (laughs) that's a a great fact it's a great fact isn't it very good very good fact so here's another potential great fact so Jenny I'm going to go to you next now what was Croydon the first area outside of central London to start using in 1966 does that does that make sense so um so I'll just read that again so Croydon was the first area outside of central London to start doing something in 1966 oh goodness me um
1: start um I mean it's 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 always been a, a forward thinking location. So yeah. I will say it was the first place to have
5: um cash points. Oh, that's good. I mean, we all know who used the first cash point, right? Reg Varney. Yeah just a little fact on you classic, there. <laughs> classic <course laughs> now. It is. that's not quite right um so lucy <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i've got to try and think i not, not quite really right I it's know, very not right I, I really feel i'd be a terrible quiz master but i can't say you know I, I need to encourage people i can't sort of say oh no you're completely wrong um <laughs> when, even when i am yeah even when you are which you but were there fun robinson
3: yeah, yeah sure I would be the
5: antithesis of Anne Robinson yeah, yeah. in so many ways but uh Lucy I've got no idea
0: well yes but I wasn't in the area in 1966 unfortunately so um well it's pre-decimalization isn't it
5: um I'm surprised they weren't all still talking about it in,
0: <laughs> in the mid-70s <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, can't even think of a, a,
5: a sort of interesting or
0: amusing answer to this I've literally no idea was it starting to use
5: oh god no nothing okay is Eve? you got any thoughts um it's starting to use something isn't it so I'll give you all a clue actually oh. um it's I don't know how much of a good this is going to be, but they started um, trialing this particular thing in Norwich first. Okay, I think the we'll present go- <laughs> system that is used was actually started in Croydon. So, Izzy, did you have a thought? My there? idea was that it was the first UK town to have a
4: shopping centre, but
5: um, oh, f- call it trialing something. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you trial a shopping centre, but mm. Lucy, I uh, now postcodes is what I'm going to say you're going to say, absolutely... Sailor of the Century,
1: <laughs> Life
0: from you, you would be
5: absolutely right, yes. Oh. The, current, the current postcode system, after being developed in the Norwich trials, sounds like the witch trials the present system was then introduced to croydon so there we are salem witch trials norwich postcode trials. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> i know similar. which i'd rather have been at <laughs> Izzy, no, now i know you said you didn't like multiple choice but this one's a multiple choice i'm really sorry okay. about that I can bear um it. which of these authors was born in croydon was it t.s Eliot, sir arthur conan doyle or a.a. A. milne and this Ooh.
4: is uh
5: for me is it first yeah this is you
4: you'll definitely know this won't she um I don't think it's Arthur Conan Doyle.
5: I'm gonna go with AA A. Milne. I am gonna throw it over to Lucy. Jenny, Jenny already knows. I think it is Conan Doyle. I think it is Conan Doyle. And you'd be right, yes. Mm. It was uh twenty second of May eighteen fifty nine. So yes. Right I was born in Scotland, but he was he lived in Crowborough, which is is that
1: technically Croydon, Cobra? No, that's Sussex, Crowborough. Yeah.
5: I didn't just rely on Wikipedia. So <laughs> I did look at, I think, two sources. So. It does
0: ring a bell, actually. Some of you said it. I was like, oh, yeah.
5: I'm going to start with you, Izzy. So in 1919, how did Sir Winston Churchill nearly meet his maker in Croydon? Now, the obvious thing is trams, but I don't know when the trams came in. How else could
4: he
0: have met his maker? Oh, I don't know when the trams no, trams Trams were very recent
5: in Croydon. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I think they were there and then they went again, but I don't, I I would say okay. it's not trams. Yeah,
5: absolutely. It's not trams. Yeah. I'm going to say... This is quite an unfair question, really, but, but go for I'm, it. I'm going to lose the Croydon thing and say, how
4: could he have met his maker in that time? And I'm remembering stuff about the London fog and buses and stuff. I'm just going to say he nearly got run over by a bus.
5: That's a really good guess, oh, but anybody else know?
0: I mean, he was a heavy drinker. And uh, you know, Croydon's got a lot of pubs. Did he? Did he have a night like I had at the Ship pub? In the- <laughs> <laughs> I think I nearly lost my life at the Ship and the the Standard, the Royal Standard. That was the the cartoon. That was a very rough. Did he go to the cartoon?
5: He did and not
0: <laughs> have a bottle of Bacardi.
5: <laughs> well, he might have done, but that's not what nearly killed him. Okay, Jenny, any thoughts? Did he nearly go insane trying to work out
1: postcodes? <laughs> put on the back burner for another like yeah 50 years. until
5: he went to Norwich and they showed him how to do it well what it was it's quite like so it's quite an unfair question but he was taking uh, flying lessons at Beddington Aerodrome and that's how he nearly died because uh, it yeah. fell from the sky so for an extra point Izzy so well for a point this is a bit of a fairer question what would Beddington Aerodrome later become
4: I'm gonna say I don't know if this is right I want to say Biggin Hill but I think that's in Sussex Um, I guess East East Croydon Airport or is that a bit
5: big no no it's Croydon Airport you're absolutely right brilliant so Lucy sticking with Beddington Aerodrome because there was very few facts about Croydon Ah! um, for what reason was Beddington Aerodrome opened in 1915 a specific well, reason. Planes to fly out of, mate. <laughs> it was, um, well, no, 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 that's not, that was oh, not oh, why it started. That's oh, not. Oh, that hello. <laughs> um, so what was happening in 1915? Well, it was
0: war, wasn't it? It was the war. So mm. it was for planes to,
1: to build planes for the war. It I wasn't. July, has anybody else got any? I'm going to go, it wasn't planes, it was airships.
3: Ooh, oh do you like
1: that
5: good.
4: do you like that it's not I right is it but i like um, it if it's not right i'm going to go for it was used as a military hospital
5: <gasps> oh, oh that's nice well you were kind of along the sort of right lines with airships but it was actually opened as a base from planes uh to attack german zeppelins to stop oh, bombing raids. So there interesting. we go. Very good. And your final question goes to Jenny. I reckon you'll know this one, Jenny. Which league does Croydon FC play in? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: that's. Um, I don't know what they keep rechanging the names. You see, um, the Southern Conference. No, oh, I don't know.
5: It's the Ryman League. The Ryman. I oh, Ryman. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's has right, sponsored by Ryman. Yeah, which I think is the Southern Conference. As it used to be, but we're not. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I know nothing about Croydon or oh, football.
0: And I know nothing about football. And it turns out I don't know anything about Croydon either. So uh, it's You know you know the pubs of Croydon. I, <laughs> I do I do. I could tell you where to go and get drunk, and that is really all we need to know. So
1: Izzy kicked our ass on that, basically.
0: Yes. There you go, yeah. you see. So if Celebrity Mastermind is listening, then Izzy will now be doing Croydon as her special subject. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, we do hope to see you on Celebrity Mastermind very soon and indeed in real life very
1: soon. It's been lovely.
0: We will all be reading your book.
1: I will. I'm ordering it right now.
0: Oh, thank you. So Jane is trying, is out now. Thank you, Izzy Sooty. Thank you. Well, what a delight it has been to talk to the gorgeous Izzy Sooty. Delight is, it's an insufficient word. I think. And I hope that any Jane's listening to the podcast enjoyed our chat and being the focus of attention for a while. And uh, speaking of Jane's, uh, I can give you the answer to our Jane McDonald question from earlier which was what was the name of the talent show that she hosted and the answer was Star for a Night. Oh, Star, star for so it was. A night and she's a star for life Jane McDonald as is Izzy Sooty, as are you, Jen, as is Aww. Amanda. Um, and love you all Liz. very much. And our listeners, our listeners. Every single one of gone. you
1: listening, yeah, most you're, importantly.
0: You're all as special to me as Jane But So we'll <laughs> see you next time on... Fingers on
3: Buzzers!
5: Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and
1: Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at
5: fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers!